Oh, it's a good day. We're coming up on the Christmas season. I love it. It's about Jesus because it's exciting because it's like that's when we get to remember the world changed that day when Jesus came on it. Our, our destiny changed the day Jesus came on the earth. Ours personal here now, this generation, our destiny changed when Jesus, you know, came into this world. And it's just exciting. So I'm going to talk about gifts today. How many of you guys like gifts? I like, I like to get them. I like to give them. I like to wrap them. I like to watch. If you're a parent, you're like, I just want to watch you open a gift. It's like so exciting. You're like, that's the best part. You're like, I will wrap everything in our, when they're like one and two, it don't matter. You can just take crap from the house and wrap it, wrap a roll of toilet paper. You know, watch them unwrap it. They're like, yeah, it's so exciting, right? Like, it's just fun. You know, I, when my kids were little, I'm like, I'm going to the dollar store just so I can see them unwrap for like, you know, ever. And they're, you know, they probably wouldn't play with that stuff. It might break. It doesn't matter. I just want to see them unwrap. So, I mean, it is joyful. It is fun. Gifts are fun. You know, they're good. They're a good thing. We don't give, you know, talks about God, our Father. He gives good gifts, right? And hopefully you don't like give your kids a snake unless your kids are weird like that and like those type of pets, but then we'll pray for them because I think that's weird. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. (laughs) I'm not a snake person. Some of you may be. We'll pray for you later. I'm just joking, partially. (laughs) Um, So God so we, we talk about gifts. Like right now, it's really heightened. We think about gifts in the natural. You know, we go shopping. We do things. We wrap, you know, with the Christmas season. Um, but God gave us gifts. I mean, that's, he, he's always given us gifts. First thing he did, he gave us Jesus. You know, he gave us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit came with all these bonus gifts. He's like, Holy Spirit's one. He's like one of those nesting dolls. Holy Spirit's like, I got all of them inside here, you know, one after another. Um, because God is the best gift, gift giver. That's why I think even believers, Christians, we're good gift givers. You know why? We get it from our Father. We get it from our Father. That's why I think we love giving gifts more than getting, because if we have Jesus living inside us, that's natural to us. It's natural to us to want to be a giver and not just a receiver. I mean, I like receiving, but man, I like giving so much more because God is by far the best gift giver. So I want to talk a little bit about the gift of Jesus. Is that right with you guys? God's only son today. So this gift was for all humanity. Nobody was, nobody was exempt from it. If there's an exemption, you made that yourself. God said he gave Jesus. He said this is for all humanity for every generation to come. Whew, that's a big gift. I can't afford that. You know, all generations, all seasons, all times, that is an elaborate gift. You know, my gifts don't even, sometimes they don't even last a full season. You get your kids' clothes and, you know, they come the next day and they're, you know, they had long pants and now now they're capris. And you're like, didn't I just buy that for you? Um, But God doesn't like that. It it lasts all seasons. You know, and, and then God said, well, I'm not done. It's not just Jesus. Jesus was to bring you so that you wouldn't have to pay for this. I want to bring you back into relationship with me. That's the best gift. But then I want to make it, you know, because Jesus came as a man. In a man's time on earth, there is a beginning and an end, right? He says, so I'm going I'm to also give you the Holy Spirit. So it will go through all eternity. It was with you. you. You can't go anywhere without it. It's like your shadow. It's attached to you. You, you, you look up. It's there. He's there. He's in you. It's living in you. So I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit so Christ could be everlasting. Basically, 
you know, ever with us, ever useful, ever powerful through this generation time seasons and to come because we know that flesh only lasts, you know, a generation and can only be, I can only be in one place at a time. But the Holy Spirit, Christ said, I'm going to go ascend to my Father and I'm going to leave with you the Holy Spirit so that I can be with you always. Every single person. It doesn't, it's not just these 12 that are in this upper room or 11 <laughs> that are in this upper room, you know, waiting or, or, or these people that came and heard me, you know, speak in, in these cities and stuff or the woman at the well. It's not just for these people. You're going to have it everywhere you go. So I want to leave even better. Better. So we have God the Father. God said, I'm going to leave the Son because, you know what, because your flesh was sinful, I had to send someone in the flesh to pay for that. And he said, but then I want it to be everlasting with you. So then I'm going to also, Jesus is going to give you the Holy Spirit that will be everlasting for every generation, you know, that is with you always. That's awesome, a gift that never wears out. It's pretty good. And the thing about giving gifts is, you know, once, once God gives them, you know, once you give them, they're no longer yours. And God doesn't do no takesy-backsies. You know, when you're a kid, you're like, psych, take back. You know, I had a lot of siblings. They didn't give like God gave, you know. You can play with this. Now I want to play with it. They take it back. Oh, God doesn't do that. He gives you a gift. It's yours. Even if we don't unwrap it, he doesn't take it back. and say, well, you didn't use it this year. Give it back to me. My one daughter, Layla, she is like that. Like, she's... She's not a real gift person. Like, she loves it, but then she might have it sitting on her desk for, like, a year. I gave her something for last Christmas. I walk in last week, and I was like, you put that up. She's like, yeah, I thought I'd start using it. (laughs) She's like, I like it. I'm like, well, I didn't know because it's been sitting in a box for a year. Um, And and she's using it and likes it, you know. So, but God, you know, he doesn't, I I didn't go in there and be like, you know what, you didn't use it? Mine, I'm taking it. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I do it with you. I do it with you. (laughs) Need someone to do the work for you. Okay. We got that. Um, I don't know what I was saying. But God doesn't, I was saying, even if we don't unwrap it, even if we choose not to use it, even if we choose not um, to keep it, God doesn't take it back. God doesn't take it back from us. He doesn't do that. You know, and we know that he gave Christ as a gift. Christ chose to lay down his life for all mankind. I think we really need to have the understanding that is for all mankind so that we would never be separated from God for all eternity. That's, we need to realize the enormousness or, you know, of that gift. We're like, oh, I'm saved. Yeah, I'm a Christian. What does that really mean? He laid down his life so that we could have eternal life with God. We could have a, be in peace. We could be taken care of. Because a gift is not earned. It's never to be recalled. It's everlasting. You know, Christ doesn't say, well, you've kind of been messing up your life, so I'd like that back, please. I'm going to put the blood on someone who actually will use it correctly. He doesn't do that, does he? Sometimes we act like he does. Like, I'm just not living my life right, so, you know, Christ isn't with me. Yeah, he's still with you. He's just like, can we please not do this? I don't like this. It's not going to benefit you. But he doesn't do that. He doesn't say, well, we're recalling that because, you know, you've just been messing this up. Instead, he's like, let me cover you with some wisdom so we can get out of this. Let me give you another gift to add to that 
because I still love you. I still, I still want you. You're still part of my family. You're still part of my kingdom. So good. So he gives us that gift. In turn, we get to choose, choose where we place our lives. We get to choose that. Every single person gets to choose where we place our lives. If we choose Christ, then at that point, we are giving. We give our lives over to him. Remember I talked? No takesy-backsies, no recalls. If you chose that, you chose that. You chose to give that gift. You can't come back and be like, I'd really like to mess. I'd really like to live like this and live in sin, God. Can I have that back? God's like, but you gave it to me. You chose that. So if you choose to place your life in Christ and give our lives over to him, that means his commands, his ways, his directions, his calling, his destinies, because his ways are always higher. His ways are better. His ways always bring peace and joy and freedom and grace. So I want to give, if you're going to make something better, I would like to put my, my gift there, right? So when we do that, it's just so much better. When Christ's like, I gave my life to you, now you want to give your life to me so that we can be together and we can experience all the joy and peace and we can experience heaven on earth here. You know, and we're like, yeah, I, I want heaven. You know, paves the streets in gold. There's peace. There's no tears. Like, yeah, give me some of that. I want that. So I want to talk about, so we get, I want to read in Isaiah 11. <clears throat> and this is all about who Christ is. And if Christ is in us, when we receive him, we get these things. And in Isaiah 11, it says, then a shoot talking, you know, likes to talk about trees, but then a shoot, the Messiah, will spring up from the stack of Jesse, which is David's father, and a branch from his root will bear fruit, talking about Jesus, and the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. How many of you guys want rest? I like rest. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. I want to know what to do and understand why I'm doing it. Those are good. So if those are in Christ, those are in me, if Christ is in me, right? The spirit of counsel. You can, you can give people wise counsel. That's what he's saying right there. You're going to have wisdom to give counsel to others that will benefit their life. And strength. Going through hard times, the Lord's like, I'm going to pour out my strength on you, in you. You are going to have it surrounding you. In the spirit of knowledge. Who I want to know things. We are inquisitive people. It starts when we are two. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? You've asked me ten times. This is still, you know, the car. This is still the same thing. What's that? But spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. We understand how big God is. That he's just not some, you know, being up up above that we, we throw prayers up to and we hope he doesn't smite us down. No, we actually understand the fear of the Lord, like, whoa, God is amazing. He's astounding. He's a wonderful. He's our creator. He's a giver. He loves us. He created relationship. He created everything. Everything. And that's the fear of the Lord. Like, you understand, God is big enough to smite us down, and God is big enough because he loves us so much, he doesn't do that. He said, I gave my son. Why would I destroy a gift? If Jesus is living in you, why would I destroy that? God doesn't give us sickness and pain and disease 
and hunger and all of these things. He doesn't give that because he only gives good things. And I want all those things. I, I want to have knowledge. I want to be able to give good counsel. I, I want to give good advice to people, right? You want to give bad advice to them? Yeah, you know, you don't need to change the oil in your car. Just keep going. You're fine. You know, you're not going to keep friends that way. Walk in the road. You'll be okay. Cars will stop for you. Hmm. I'm getting some new friends if they're telling me to walk in the road, right? I want wisdom. I want understanding. I want rest. I really like that one. I did not learn that probably until... I haven't quite all the way learned that. I was probably 35 before, before I really started learning to rest. I think it was probably till three years ago. <laughs> I think I really understood rest. I mean... How much better if I could have understood that? My husband, he, he like was born understanding rest. He's like, hey, you preached today. It was really hard. I got to go take a nap. <laughs> and then he's like, I preached today. It was really hard. I got to go take a nap. That's how Sundays go. I'm like, so if you preach, you get to take a nap. And if I preach, you get to take a nap. He's like, yeah, he understands rest. <sighs> I need to understand. But I have been taking, you guys understand, I've been taking some naps like in the past couple years. They thought I was taking a nap yesterday. I just was closing my eyes on the couch, ignoring them. <laughs> I hear Matt go, your mom is sleeping. I thought, yeah, I'm going to just stay right here. <laughs> he didn't ask me if I was sleeping. He said, your mom is sleeping. So I didn't really lie. Oh. No, it doesn't. Yeah, that's exactly. I was resting. That's right. My body was at rest. I just want all those things. I want to be all those things. I want to be able to give all those things. So then we had Christ, and he ascended to heaven, and he said, I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit. Who, that one? I just love the Holy Spirit because, you know, he, he's so kind, and he's like, you want more? You want more? Just come get it. Just come get it. All you got to do is just come pick it up. Come on, come on, come on. You know? And a lot of times we're like, Oh, my life's so hard, and the Holy Spirit's like, you see this mountain of gifts right here? I'm like waiting for you to open them, and you just like are standing there looking at it. So he comes with all these mini gifts or bonus gifts. I don't know. I wouldn't call them mini because anything from God is not small, right? Even if we think it's small, God's like, do you know how much work it takes to have a just, we think, oh, well, I want to have these big gifts like healing the sick and miracles and signs of wonders. And God's like, do you know like compassion? that seems small no that's really big believe me like if I didn't have compassion we wouldn't have humanity right the things we think are big God's like those are probably more of the smaller gifts because without compassion you think he would have sent Jesus things that we don't really think about that we think oh that's not a big deal so I'm going to read to you in Romans um, 12 and I just want to talk about some of the gifts and I think that there's so many more gifts that we haven't even unwrapped in God's word that the Holy Spirit has given. So in in Romans 12, it says, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, God's saying we're each different, getting different gifts. Each of us is to use them accordingly. So if someone has the gift to prophesy, let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to faith, to the faith possessed. If service in the act of serving, serve. Or if, if, or he who teaches in the act of teaching, or he who encourages in the act of encouragement, he who gives with generosity, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy in caring for others with cheerfulness. 
I love that. And then again, if you go down to Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, and it says, and there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things. So that's why uh, some of us, this is how we, we spread the gospel to people. And someone else might say, hey, you know what? I spread the gospel online. We heard that in prayer this morning. Layla was spreading the gospel online. And someone might say, I actually spread the gospel, you know, at work. I, I spread the gospel to my family when I go to, you know, um, family functions. I spread the gospel at the grocery store. I spread whatever. And I do it by talking to people. I do it by my actions. I do it, you know, by reading the Bible over them, by praying or whatever it is. So there are, it says in Corinthians, there are distinctive ways of working. Are we all spreading the gospel? Yes. Do we do it different ways? Yes, because the way God's like, you get a pinch of this, you get a lot of that, now you get a pinch of this, because he's like, when you come together, it's like, boom. Come on. It says, but in the same, but it is the same God who produces all these things in all believers. No matter how you do it, it is God who gave you all these gifts, inspiring, energizing, empowering them. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the spiritual illumination that enables the Holy Spirit for the common good. So it is the same Holy Spirit. To one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak the message of wisdom. To another, the power to express the words of knowledge and understanding according to the same Spirit. To another, wonder-working faith is given by the same Holy Spirit. And to another, extraordinary gifts of healing by the one Spirit. And to another, working of miracles. And to another, prophecy, foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people. And to another, discernment of spirits, the ability to distinguish sound. Oh, the, the ability to distinguish sound. Godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine. You're able to hear what's going on. Even if it doesn't, even if something comes in where it seems like that's, that seems like if you hear that, it sounds good. And you're like, oh, I'm going to distinguish that. Is that from the Lord? That's not, oh, I'm just, I'm just being safe. It's like, oh, no, we're not going to peddle fear. You are able to distinguish. How many of you guys are just like, I just know what I'm hearing. Like, I'm just not believing that. Like, everyone believes this, and I'm like, nope. I know right now that's not from the Lord. You have that gift. And you can have multiple. Everybody has a lot of these and even can operate in all of these, and we have different graces. So don't think, well, this is my only one. not doing so good and getting an F in it, so how am I going to? No, it's okay. I'm going to tell you how to get more, how to activate them. Does that sound good? I want more more. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Where am I at? Okay, to, to godly doctrine from, decept, from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions, cults, people. To another, various kinds of unknown tongues, and to another, interpretation of tongues. All these things, the gifts, the achievements, the abilities, the empowering, are brought about by one in the same Holy Spirit, distributing to each one individually as he chooses. He's going to choose. He's going to say, hey, I got this. You want it? Come get it. He's making it available to everybody, but he's like, hey, who wants it? I'm choosing that. I'm putting this out here. You know, and we could unwrap these gifts all our lives. You know, you, you may have never even heard about, oh, I didn't know that, you know, working of miracles. I didn't know that was a gift. I didn't know that understanding was a gift. How many of you guys knew that was a gift? Yeah. You know, sometimes we don't even think about that. 
We want to be like, I just want the healing and the signs and wonders and prophecy. Those are the gifts. Tongues, interpretation of tongues. You know, because, you know, I think they shine a little bit back onto us. But sometimes faith, when people are like, I don't know how you're, how you're doing this. How, you know what? Sometimes I feel like I want to go to people like, you know, like when Job and he's like, his friends were like, you know, curse God and die because I don't know what's happening. And Job's like, you know, I have a little bit of faith came from the Lord. That's a gift to go through all of that junk and then be like, I love God. I love my family. People are great and, and I'm not offended and, and I'm, I'm moving forward and preaching the gospel. That's hard, isn't it? You probably have the gift of faith if you're like, my car broke down, I was sick last week, every bad thing happened and God is so good. Let me go rub some elbows with you. I need a little faith. I need a little faith. I need a little faith, guys. (laughs) Right? I mean, I just love talking about what God is doing. I love talking about his word. It's fun. Because I'm like, Wow, this is what we live in. This is who we are. This is our identity. So we could wrap all these gifts, all of our lives, opening up new revelation of what God created us for, specifically our destination, because we each have these different graces, you know, different areas, because God's like, I want you complete, lacking nothing, right? So you're like, man, I, I'm, I'm, you know, quiet. That's okay. God might, you know what? You might be someone that, sometimes people that are, are not extroverts, they're in their prayer closets praying, and they're the ones actually making things happen while we're just dancing around. <laughs> right? <laughs> so sometimes what we see is not always, we think, oh, this is, you know, it's this like, kind of like this stage thing. Like the stage is not that big of a deal. Sometimes the things that are happening is because people are standing with you and praying. People are speaking life over you. Um, what we speak is really powerful. I, I don't know why I said, but what we speak, everything we speak out of our life is really powerful. Um, I was actually talking to my kids in the car the other day, and, and, I, and it was something like really sad, and I saw, I was reminding them, I said, you know, this person died the same way that they mocked somebody else and said why didn't they know better they didn't know how to do that they should and I said and this is someone I really loved and I said this person actually mocked how this person died many years before and they they died the exact same way they spoke that out so I said our words are super powerful and so I just wanted to add that because I thought that had been um, really on my mind I don't know it was yesterday or a couple days ago and I said that to my girls and I shared that with them and they were just like I'm like, yes, I said, our words are really important. God said he created the whole world and that, and then he, he reminded, you know, he created the whole world with words. And then he said, death and life are in the power of the tongue, you know, and God said, speak life. And so it's like, we have to realize how powerful our words are. That is, yeah, you know, we have, we, we will stand before God for everything that we speak. Yeah. And, and so we need to think that's a gift. God, our words are powerful. That is a gift that we can create things because we have the living Christness. We can create things with our words. How many other people do you think you can really do that without Christ? Can you create things with your words? I mean, I usually have to use my hands. I have to have materials, and God's like, you know, you can just be like, Lord, thank you for your healing. I'm going to create healing right here. And God's like, oh, yeah, here, here you go. 
pretty good. I mean, God's like, let there be light. Hey, you know, we love our pets. God created all of those. He's like, hey, let me just speak some things. We want this, you know, let this cute little dog with the floppy ear. No, this one's going to have pointy ears. I mean, everything he said just. So our words, that's even a gift to us. Just what we speak. Um, But the Holy Spirit, it's that gift, you know, it's a gift given and you need to open it and use it and apply it to our lives. I think that's the big thing is sometimes we have all these gifts. We never open them. And if we open them, then we don't use them. And then we're like, why is life so hard? It's like all the things that are there to help you are there, but we have to open them. We have to use them. We have to apply them. Um, I'm going to go back up and it said, there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things. But it is the same God who produces all things in all believers, inspiring, energizing, empowering them. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, spiritual illumination and enabling of the Holy Spirit for the common good. So we have to do things. We have to actually say, okay, God, you gave them to me. Now what do I do? So we each have to exercise them accordingly, it says, to the grace God placed over us. If you have a lot of grace to serve, then serve and do it well. If you have a lot of grace to have faith, you know what? Begin to speak that over people, over your life, over other people. If you have the grace to give, do it in abundance. If you have the grace grace to prophesy, prophesy everywhere you go. You don't have to tell people. I prophesy all day long when I go places like the store and stuff. I just say things over people. They don't need to know. I don't need to be like, hey, you don't know me. This is the word from the Lord. I just say things to them, and they're like, oh, thanks. I'm like, yeah, I get it from my father. But but you know what I mean? You don't have, like, if you have that grace, whatever your grace is, in different areas at different times, right? There's different times I go in a place, and I'm like, I need, I need some faith grace here. Holy Spirit's like, I got that one. Look, come over here, unwrap it. It's really good. He's like, I got that. We all have these gifts, but different graces to use them and administer them. And, you know, we're all this different seasonings and flavors. When you make something, you know what? You, you need salt sometimes. You need pepper. You need, sometimes you need all of these different seasonings to make something good, right? And we all bring that. If we were all salt, I don't want to have cookies. Have <laughs> you ever done that with sugar and salt on accident? Yeah. I, that's not good. But I do need that little bit of salt there. A little bit of baking powder. I want it to be good. I don't want it to be salt bread. Um, and, so, you know, and then I'll be like, I need water. But, yeah, so it's good that we all come together and we're not all just one thing. God's like, I've, I've given you all these gifts and I've put them together in different ways, different graces, so that when you come together, it's actually going to spread the gospel on the earth. Because that's the goal. Spread the gospel on the earth. Live according to kingdom. So, um, can you hand me that bag that's down there? Thanks. So I got some people. So I just wanted to show you guys. So I got, can you guys bring up, if I asked you before, bring up your cups. Okay. So, okay, you get to choose what you want here. See who's healthy. No, I'm sure. So I got some drinks. So I'm going to ask you, Nathan, what you want. Okay, you want water. There might not even be any left for you. If you want water, so maybe. You want that. So you got a nice big cup here. 
There you go. Layla, what do you want? Oh, you do like pop, look, and you have this little cup here. Okay, you turn it. Okay. So you guys each got a nice drink from me, right? It's good. It's what you wanted. That's a gift. You don't have to pay for it, right? So you can go ahead and drink that. You can go ahead and drink some of it. Yeah, I mean, you can you can take your time, but so I want you guys to look. So did they both get a gift? But what they brought up here determined what they received. He brought a big cup to fill. So he gets to be refreshed all day. She gets to just have a little taste, but it's still good. It's still good, yeah. She likes little things. So you guys can sit down. You can have, here, you guys can have the rest of your drink, too. Here you go. You can keep that. It's a gift. That didn't work. Okay. If we want more of a gift, bring a bigger cup. If you want more, bring a bigger cup. Do you want, if you want to get more, how do we get that? Guess what? A great way is come together with the body because if they're bringing gifts, I actually got to be with them and spend time with them. And you know what? If so, like I said, rub elbows with someone who has faith, with someone that has healing, you know, that someone that's prophesied, guess what? If you're mad because you keep having, oh, I just, life is so hard because you keep bringing a little cup everywhere or you don't even show up. They both had to come up here to get that. If she would have stayed at that, you know, if either of them would have stayed at that seat, they wouldn't have received. We've got to come together. God said he gave all of us together different graces with gifts. You want, so you're not receiving something? Are you coming together with the body? Are you seeking counsel? Are you hearing God's word? Are you reading your Bible? Are, are you going to trainings, to teachings, to things like that? If you want more of something, you've got to go out and get it. And when you go, don't bring a little cup like, well, I read one scripture today. Oh, I don't know why I'm so thirsty still. Why didn't things work out for me? Oh, I just don't understand. You know what? I, my life's just so busy. Yeah, you allowed that because you brought a little cup and you don't know how to manage your time because you don't have wisdom and knowledge on that. I just don't understand why things don't work out for me because you didn't bring a big cup and you didn't understand that God says, put me first and all these things will be added on to you, right? Instead, we put, we put our household, our jobs, you know, our, our fun things, all of these things first. And then we're like, God, why am I still thirsty? And he's like, I gave you a big cup. You just keep it in your cupboard all the time. You never fill it up. You never go nowhere. You never do anything to fill it up. You come with an empty cup and then you're mad. Bring the big cup. You will get the exact amount you want from the Lord. You will get the exact amount you want. If you keep coming, if, ever, if he drank all that and he came on, the, every time it was empty and you bring it to the Lord, he's like, I want to give you more, more, more. But if you're like, well, I got saved, it's good just going to go to heaven, just going to have hell here for the next, you know, whatever. God said he promised 70 or 80 years, so I'm going to have hell for the next that, and then I'll just die and go to heaven. Blech. But, I mean, don't, even, don't be yelling out names because I don't want that, but I mean, think right now. Right now you're thinking, I know a lot of people living like that. I guess I'll just go to church because I should. I don't have any expectations for it. I'm not giving anything when I go there. I'm not getting anything. 
And then we're like, oh, I just don't. You know what that is a recipe for? The spirit of offense to come on and live in your life and mess you up and your family up. Oh, that was really good. But that's what happens. A spirit of offense in there, you need to be like, I need to, I need to go fill some things up. You know, when we come and we come together as believers or we come to God's word or, or, you know, you have the opportunity to hear people speak the word of God or come together as believers and, and share your giftings and, and pray and, and you have access to the word of God all the time. I mean, we live in America. We have access to a Bible 24-7 if we want. You know, there's rarely people that don't have a Bible or don't have access here. You know what I mean? If you don't have one, that is because, I mean, if you're in this church and you don't have one, you know, you can come. If you need a Bible, you come say, I need a Bible. I will make sure you get a Bible in your hands. But you know what? We come because we, we share, we encourage, we teach each other, we equip each other. You know, with God's word, we come expecting revelation. You know, I love just being able to put together a word from the Lord and hearing from him and, and preaching on Sunday because the great thing is, is, Everything that I speak on, God had to walk me through and give me revelation. It's not like, oh, I'm here, and this is it. It's like, no, God's like, you got to take the ladder up because you need this too. And I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do, Lord. When I saw the cup thing, and I, I didn't even know why. God just said, if you want more, then why don't you just bring a bigger cup? And I was like, what do you mean a bigger cup, Lord? I mean, that's what he wakes me up in the, in the night with, and I'm like, what? And then he's like, Let, let's talk. And I was like, okay, Lord. And we talk, and God's like, I want to share this. And, and you know what? He shares with me, and I'm like, oh, man, I, wanna, I want that, Lord. I want these things. Like, I want rest is something. I'm like, I have learned, and I've went, and I've, you know, God put me with a great person who understands rest, and I've grown in that. Um, but anytime I want a, a gift, I'm like, Lord, I would really just love to do that. We just make walking in your kingdom easier. <laughs> I love the gift of prophecy because it's like so easy. Like I'll have, th- you know, it makes my life easier. It makes, it brings safety to our home, all of these things. I love that. So I went out and I'm like, I want that. It has saved my kids' lives. It has saved other people's lives. You know what I mean? It, it has brought provision to my home. And then I was like, Lord, I want compassion. I want to know what it is to understand other people, to be able to grieve with them, to do these things. And, and the Lord, I mean, my life is so much fuller because I have compassion, which means that increased my capacity for love. And so I just keep wanting more. And that's what we need to do, keep wanting more. You know, whatever you want, you get to determine the impact by your commitment, by your dedication, by your ability to want to grow and receive. We get to choose that. I just love, just bring that big cup. Now every time you guys see a, a, a cup, a red soul cup, you're going to be like, bring the big cup! <laughs> Order the large. Every time you go somewhere, be like, why are you always ordering the large? Because I am reminding myself to always bring the big cup. Everywhere I go. When you're a little kid, people be like, here's the, the a cup for you. And you're like, my mom had like, these like, my my brothers got them like these they were like you know like beer mugs from like germany they're like this big 
Oh, yeah, they're, they're huge. And my mom, she always drank glass, glass, you know, they were like this big around. My mom would fill it with ice water, and my mom would say, can you give me some ice water? I'd be like, yeah, mom. She's like, bring me my big cup. <laughs> we knew the big cup. And if anybody touched that big cup, my mom would be like, where's my big cup? And I started thinking about that, like, what are we bringing? You know, when you're a little kid and someone brings you a little cup, you're like, I'm big. They want the, bi- they want the biggest thing they could see. You know, you're like, order off. Lana was, she just always a lot. She always wanted a lot. From, like, birth. Like, she doesn't mean she'd eat it all or drink it all, but, like, if you, you would have to, I would have to, like, here's everyone else's plate. And Lana would be, like, three, and it would have to be, like, a platter. There's not enough here of anybody that has ever eaten or went anywhere with Lana or given her anything. Like, she's always, like, there's always leftovers, isn't there? Because the, her mindset is, I'm bringing the bag. Like, this is good enough. I will get full. Because their eyes are like, you know what? They can still see the wonder of the Lord. That's why little kids are like, don't give me that. Give me the whole thing. Because you know what? They still realize that you know what God want, that's that that spirit in them that just is like more than enough and that's what we need to do so every time you see a cup I want to keep I want to show him your cup for a minute when you see this you're going to be like God I want more these are everywhere they come in all different colors and every time you see one I'm I'm prophesying over you right now that you're going to be like God what do you have for me today every time you see one you're like oh my gosh God is giving me a gift so holiday season's coming up, and you're going to all be going to, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, you have red solo cups, yes! And they're going to be like, oh my gosh. Uh, okay, I think she's had too much Christmas. <laughs> too much eggnog on this one. And your, your family is like, I love your cups. They are so, uh, you know, we're going to be all excited to see these big cups. You know, not these little cups, but these big cups. And we see these big cups, we're going to, someone brings you a medium cup, you're like, wrong with you it, because you know what? that's what I'm prophesying because you're going to want more and you'll be excited because you know what? when you see that you can be like I am reminded that God has gifts for me God what are you going to do here today right in this you know it might be your whole big family we're going to get we get together with some family and we're like Lord you know just give me you know the gift of control and we get there and God's like no I'm going to give you the gift to prophesy knowledge and preach <laughs> go <laughs> And then everybody comes up to you talking with a big cup. You're like, oh, God, no, i got to preach about Jesus to everybody. i got to tell. I mean, it's going to be released. I can't wait to hear the testimonies after this holiday season every time you guys see a cup. And then you can, I mean, I hope nobody gets to the point where they see a red cup. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to get away. Too much, too much. No, we don't want that. It's going to be, you're just going to want more. Oh, I'm getting excited to see that cup now. I'm like, i got to keep preaching. <laughs> because, you know, I'm like, I know every gift that God has given me so far, and I'm thinking, these are all amazing. I want more. I want more. He gave me the gift of dreaming. I'm like, I just love dreaming. And I go through and I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what's happening this year. And this year, and oh my God, this is like, oh, oh, like great. It just keeps opening. It's so good. It's so good. I don't know what we're even talking about. What are we talking about? Gifts. Oh, all I can think about is that cup now. Anyone else having trouble thinking about anything that cup? fill it up, put the gifts in. Someone gives you a little cup, just slap it off the table and be like, I don't do little cups. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> your family, 
you know, then maybe do actually do that. And then we're like, what's wrong when you be like, let me tell you about Jesus. I'm going to tell you why I won't accept little cups anymore. I'm going to teach it to all your children. <laughs> James comes up. No! <laughs> <Just like, laughs> it's coming for you guys. <laughs> you sit in the front row. That's what happens. Talk about your children. He's going to be like, big cup, here he comes, and like this gallon thing. <laughs> and God's like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want to fill up. I don't want to give you a little sip. I don't want to give you a taste. I want full. I want more for you. Know what you're coming to get. When you come and bring that cup, know what you're coming. You said, I want water. That's what I want. I want pop. Come on. Know what you're coming to get. I want faith. I want to serve. Hang out with people who serve. Show up and serve. You're like, oh, they're just really good at just doing things. You can be too. Just got to show up. All of these gifts. Know what you're coming to get. If you want to serve better, make room. Spend time with people who are great at it. You want to give more compassion? Spend time with compassionate people. You want to prophesy? Hang around those who are prophesying. Gifts are meant to be given and opened and used. Because if you come to Christ thirsty, guess what? He's going to give you a drink. If you come hungry, he's going to feed you. But we got to create space. We got to quit crawling to him with this teeny little cup and be like, I'm, I'm so parched. Lord, I just can't do it anymore. And we get a drop. Now you come up and say, God, I am, you know, I am thirsty. I need a drink. Come on. Right now. That's what I need. God says, create space. You got to bring it. We got to bring it. You want more gifts? You want to see God move in your life? You know, if it's like, well, it doesn't seem like God's doing anything right now. God's always doing anything. It's just on our end. Always on our end. Never on God's end. He doesn't have the capacity to give bad gifts. He doesn't, he doesn't want to withhold anything from us. He doesn't want us separated from him. So if you are feeling anything, though, anything in that area, you got to take that and say, you know what? Mm-mm, that's not from him is it? It's never from him. He is a good giver. Every gift he's ever given us is to, is to edify us, build us up, save us, all of these things. That is what he does. It's always good. It's always good. The capacity that we bring will determine what we get, what we experience, what we live. You know, our circumstances might be terrible, but our cup is full. Let's pray.